This episode is brought to you by Kitcaster. Kitcaster books you on top podcasts. How do funded startup founders attract prospects and talent? Podcast interviews. How do entrepreneurs with exits find new deals? Podcast interviews. How do C-suite execs differentiate in crowded markets? Podcast interviews. Kitcaster books you on top podcasts. Click the link in the show notes for a special offer. Celebrate good conversation. Hey there, you're listening to the Dream Big and Kick-Ass podcast. I'm Mandy, your host, and I'm so glad you're here. If you want encouragement, inspiration, support, empowerment, then join me as we talk about real-life stories of finding and following your purpose, overcoming adversity, and living out your dreams. If you believe life's too short to be caught up in insecurities, fear, and feeling defeated, then let's hang out in the Dream Big and Kick-Ass podcast. A little over 23 years ago, I came home from church to find emergency vehicles in our driveway. Of course, I freaked out, jumped out of the car, ran to the door where one of the EMTs met me. I don't remember his exact words, but it was my dad and something to do with his heart. I looked into the living room from the entryway to see him on the floor with about five guys hovering and working on him. He wasn't responsive, and I didn't know it at the time, but he was already gone. My entire world came crashing down on me that day. I was, I was never good with change. In fact, I dug my heels in as much as possible to keep things from going off track in my life because change was too scary and unpredictable. Change was confusing. Change made me vulnerable. I didn't like that, as you might not like that either. But that day, I had zero control over the monumental change that took place in my life and my family's lives. Change happens whether you like it or not, whether you invite it or not. So it's been a rocky road, but I've learned since losing my dad that change isn't necessarily a bad thing. It can be a good thing. I've learned that embracing change makes it much more palatable. And I've learned that making change on purpose can even be, dare I say it, enjoyable and liberating. So fast forward to almost two years ago, I was a few months shy of turning 50, the big 5-0, and I realized I was miserable. I had been a middle school teacher for 15 years. I was in debt because, you know, teacher pay. I had recently, thankfully, had obtained a newer car that didn't require duct tape to keep the trunk closed. And I was overwhelmed with stress, anxiety, depression, and working way more hours than I should have been. I had no peace. I couldn't fall asleep because my mind was racing about all the things I didn't get done, about what this kid, you know, what about this kid and what about that kid? And did I remember to document all the things today? I was crying all the time and I was thinking, what the hell am I doing and why am I doing it? I'm almost 50. My life is halfway over and this is where I am. I don't want to live like this because this isn't living. This is just existing. I had no more creativity flowing in me. Everything was data-driven, data, 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 even though districts preach relationships are the key, and that is true. They are the key, but there's no real time to establish those relationships effectively when what districts really care about is money and test scores. I couldn't align myself with that notion any longer. I realized that I kept hanging on and hoping things would get better. 
I worked in four different districts and five different schools, hoping to find a different system, a different setup, a different way of doing things, hoping to find a place that wasn't completely overwhelming with unrealistic expectations. Because you know what? I'm hard on myself and most teachers are. We generally are rule followers and we want to do a great job. But in the words of comedian teacher Eddie B, I ain't Jesus. I can't make miracles happen. Okay. And each school did some, some things differently, but the testing data and the overwhelm was always present because of the way the whole education system is, the way it functions, the way it's set up. I think it's all money in politics and principals, teachers, paras, and students, we all get the crap that rolls down the hill. Anyway, I had my fill of it all. So I finally came to realize that I needed to take control of my own life and stop allowing entities to control when I could wake up or when I had to wake up, when I could go to the bathroom, when and how long I could eat lunch, when I could go take care of my mom and my family when they needed me, when I could go to the doctor for myself, for my own health, whose funeral I could attend without having to provide proof. I wanted to be able to use a personal day when I needed it without getting a guilt trip by admin, which by the way, not all of my admin were like this, but some of them were, or um, sacrificing a day of learning for my kids because subs were hard to come by or without feeling, take a personal day without feeling guilty because my colleagues would have to give up their plan time in order to cover my class because I did the same thing when they were gone. I was tired of disrespectful students being allowed to disrupt my class and the learning environment for other students. I was tired of being berated by and falsely accused by parents and their kids just because I had high expectations for them or because I asked them to do their work. That's just barely scratching the surface, you guys. I mean, like, I'm not going to get into all of the things, but to top it all off, I now know that part of the problem was that I was dealing with an autoimmune disease that I wasn't yet aware of. So I, at the time, I had to make a tough decision, a really hard decision. Even if it was the wrong one, I had to make a change, right? I needed to make the change instead of waiting for a change to magically happen in a way that I could align myself with peacefully. Maybe you're in that situation right now. Maybe you're scared to make a drastic decision because you're not sure what you can do besides what you've been doing for so long. I know the feeling. I spent most of my summers Googling, researching, taking courses to expand my skill set. But I want to tell you that you don't necessarily have to do all of that in order for you to change your situation. You've just got to be bold enough and sick and tired enough of your current situation to take a leap. And maybe it's not your job. Maybe it's some other scenario that's holding you back or making you think that you have no other options. But there are always other options. You just need to allow yourself to think outside the box and explore other options. Then when you face the fear and do it anyway, whatever it is for you, you will absolutely be amazed at what other opportunities come your way. I know I've said this before, but just because you've opened, it's just because you've opened yourself up to embrace change. Other opportunities will pop their heads up and you'll be like, what? I didn't know that was a thing. Wow. Let me try that. Okay. So. I hope this is encouraging you to take a leap of faith, to step out and embrace change and look forward to um, doing something different in your life if that's what you need to do. If you're happy the way you are with what's going on in your life, great, fine, keep it up. But if you're not, if you're miserable like I was, 
if you are, you know, and you don't see any end in sight and you've tried other things, you tried, tried, tried to, 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 you know, change your attitude and all those kinds of things. And it just isn't working. You're just not aligned with what's going on. Then make the change. You can do it. You are capable. You have the skills. Um, you, you can do it. I promise you can. So let me know how you are embracing change or how you are making change happen in your life right now. Reach out to me. Links are in the show notes. And if you're enjoying this podcast and getting inspiration and encouragement, then please subscribe, leave a positive review and share it with three of your friends who need a boost of hope and motivation to dream big. Also, it does cost money to make this podcast happen. There are monthly fees for recording software and for Buzzsprout, the podcast platform that I use and for my editor. If you'd like to help defer some of what it costs to help keep it going, then you can click the buy me a coffee link in the show notes or on my website at madysawyer.com slash podcast. Also, if you need to delegate some virtual tasks that are bogging you down and keeping you from moving forward in your business, then check out my virtual assistant services on my website, madysawyer.com and schedule a free consultation call with me. I'd love to help you out during a VIP day where I'll focus only on tackling your tasks so that you have more time to shine in your zone of genius. Thank you so much for listening and remember to dream big and kick ass.